0: Well, hello there.
1: It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, here it is. The week has already blown by. We're kissing the weekend, and you know, it seems like uh, the news cycle, it does the same thing every week. And Friday is just like a fluff day that they're laying the groundwork for stories, but there's really no true stories out there. But
0: watch, Bill. This afternoon, when you think it's just going to be another fluff day... They'll drop something on us that will stew over the weekend, which is it'll be fluff for most of the day. And then just before the day ends, uh, Washington will do something that makes you makes your head spin. You know, that's it seems like they do that all the time.
1: See, the the, the news people, especially the conservative ones, need to sit there and go, you know what? We need a weekend cycle uh, crew. And they kick in sometime around three o'clock on Friday, and take you through Monday morning, before the the uh, weekly news crew gets there. That way, you've got somebody on, the the spin cycle of the news, where you can sit there and say, "Hey, wait a minute! Now, we got this, but we don't." So it lingers. Um.
0: I guess the biggest news story yesterday, well, there there were a lot of interesting stories yesterday. You know, the E. Jean Carroll uh, rape case up in New York continues. And and I'm sorry, this lady has got issues. I'll just leave it at that. And, you know, for one thing, uh, she's waited over 30 years to report this. And uh, she can't tell you the date or the month or
1: even the year that it happened. Um, and, and the thing is, she accused somebody else at the same time of rape. No, I'm sorry, but the likelihood, not saying they can't happen, but the likelihood and the fact that she waited 30, 40 years to say something about it. And, you know, she's a feminist. She's writing a book right now about who needs men. And in a roundabout way, she's guilty of rape too. Well,
0: she, uh, she admits that she sexually harassed Roger Ailes, yeah, you know, she used to uh, tease him, but she would harass him sexually, and uh, she used to think it was funny. Told her friends about it. Um, so sexual harassment is rape. Well, she, she the she's, form of it. She uh, doesn't have any problem with it as long as it's coming from her towards somebody else. And you gotta wonder. I mean, um, most people when they have an assault of some kind, a violent assault. Uh, it doesn't take him thirty plus years to to uh, to go after. Plus, you know, if you were violently assaulted, you'd probably know the date, the time, and the place specifically. It would be branded uh, into your into your brain when uh, you when it happened. She can't say exactly when any of this stuff happened.
1: So. I can attest to that. It's branded, and and, and I I was going to say the woman's mind. But men have been raped too. Uh, but it, it's branded in the victim's mind. It never goes away. And it's, it's, it's a nightmare that they deal with uh, every day at, at different random times. It's always there. You know, you wonder
0: how Trump can, can handle all of these different legal accusations that are being thrown at him. I mean, he, he's being accused of this e. Jean Carroll case Uh, The Bragg case in New York. Uh, There's reports that uh, that Georgia case is going to happen in the summertime. Uh, And you know they have these things timed to spread out right up until the election. Absolutely. And why doesn't Congress do something about this? I mean, it's so blatantly obvious to the passive bystander that this is election tampering, election interference... But all you hear is you hear talk from Washington,
1: but you don't see mm-hmm. any
0: action, you know?
1: Well, you know, the, and, and speaking of tampering, what is it, one of the key witnesses in the uh, the Biden uh, uh, crime family investigation, the guy that was supposed to come forward, all of a sudden is missing. Nobody knows where he is. Wait a second.
0: You're saying that the whistleblower who had information on the Biden administration, on President Biden and his uh, uh, influence peddling in, in China has, mm-hmm. has gone by by.
1: Dr. Luft, the co-director of the Washington-based Institute for the Analysis, analysis of Global uh, Security, reportedly was going to reveal explosive information. We've heard about that. We've had a witness coming forward with explosive information on the Biden crime family now is gone missing under mysterious circumstances. Wow. Wow. This, this, this is amazing. Now how does that happen?
0: This is amazing stuff. I mean, um, how many times have we seen things like this happening in Washington, D.C.? And, you know, they just get kind of brushed over. Like, well, that's no big deal. It
1: happened it? a lot with the Clintons. Yeah. It, uh, did. it really did. But it goes back to the Kennedys, too. So, you know you gotta wonder and you know you brought up yesterday uh, what was it Vanguard and yeah.
0: uh, and uh, uh, and uh,
1: Blackrock uh, Blackrock Black, uh, investments
0: yeah Blackrock yeah
1: which are two big companies that are based in Pennsylvania and if you look at what they own, They're buying up real estate now, yeah. or they're behind the buy-up of real estate. But it's your money, but it's their money if you get how investment firms work. But they hedge all their bets, so they buy every major corporation. They own a major share of PepsiCo. Oh, well, with all that money, Pepsi's got it. No, they own a major share of Coca-Cola. Oh, well, sure. sure good that they're not a little brand. Oh, yeah, they own a major share of those little brands, too. Well, of course, you know they they own shares of um, Fox. They own that. They right. own oh, shares of other networks. They own shares of sure. Dominion. They own shares of the software company. So mm-hmm. that goes back to that rumor that you know Fox is not going to have to pay the the. It's
0: like there. It's a wash. They will if they if they paid the seven hundred and eighty seven million dollar uh, settlement fee, it would be going from uh, their checking account over here to their checking account over here. It's
1: like, uh, well, somebody does a, a lose, game. but you know, the, yeah, if you buy funds, you know, you lose a little bit, but where you lose it over here, you make it up over here. You know, they're taking your money. They're, you know, they're doing the old shell game with it. Yeah. And, but the, if you want to know, you know, I'm, I'm saying right now, if you want to know who these, who the cabal is, well, the cabal is going to be associated with all the money, and those two have all the money.
0: Bill, this guy, uh, Luft, who's missing, um, who, who reported him missing? The police? The, the uh, authorities? Or uh, is it a reporter? Because maybe the authorities have him in protective custody somewhere, you know?
1: Well, you let's see here. Apparently, um, Luft was an advisor to CEFC China Energy, a business conglomerate. Oh, another conglomerate Yeah, who is also partially owned by what we just talked about. Anyway, um, extremely close uh, ties to the uh, Chinese Communist Party. He served alongside Hunter Biden. Right. Huh. The plot thickens. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden, and I was uh, under the impression of things that I've read, they're sweeping, the the, 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 the sweep job has begun for Hunter on this to get his name out of it, and they're going to try to sweep away uh, Joe's yeah. involvement, too.
0: You know who you don't hear from? You don't hear from Tony Bobolinski, who was the initial guy who came forth with Tucker and, uh, in a terrific uh, interview, the interview that was ignored just before mm-hmm. the elections, the one that should have been uh, earth-shattering and game-changing uh, and was nothing because the media decided it didn't happen and they turned their back on it uh but tony Bobolinski, you would think that his testimony alone would be enough to get the ball going but nobody seems to be talking to the guy i don't hear his name mentioned anywhere has
1: anybody seen him Anyone well, no <laughs> anybody pick up the phone and call uh, the guy go yeah. knock on his hey, door tony, hey, tony <laughs> what you doing
0: <laughs> you know you, uh, hello tony um, you there <laughs> Well God bless him you know you would think that uh, everything was fair and equal in our country I mean if you did what uh, hunter has been accused of, you'd be in jail already bill so would I but because he's the president's son and because it affects the president because the president was a part a part of this whole uh, influence peddling scheme uh he's being protected. By the organizations that should be investigating and prosecuting him, the Justice mm-hmm. Department and the FBI they should be all over this thing trying to get the uh, the facts on what on what really happened but instead they spend all of their time protecting him and hiding the facts and making everything go away ie this uh, luff character. I hope he's okay but when a key witness at a major on a major crime, just sort of disappears. Uh, so you got to wonder
1: who, who is the DOJ really working for? The
0: DOJ is working probably for the deep state. See, I think it depends a lot upon the upper level management because you know, everybody in the DOJ is not a, uh, is not corrupt. I mean, I, I had a cousin who worked for 30 years in the DOJ in Washington. He was an attorney, very successful, good guy, but and he worked there back during the Reagan years and, uh, it was a different type of DOJ. Uh, you mm. got to wonder whether when you get people in key positions like attorney general and FBI director and and their immediate underlings, whether they can affect the whole direction of their uh, investigations. Whether If you get an edict from the, uh, the FBI director that we're only going to do these types of cases and they'll be going through my immediate subordinate, you know, uh, probably changes everything, and that's why you get guys in the FBI who become whistleblowers because they look and they say, wait a second, this isn't what we're chartered to do. This isn't how we were trained at Quantico to investigate everything. We're being being channeled in a certain direction, and we're being forced to go after people who we shouldn't be going after and to ignore people that we should be going after. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know what they say, I shouldn't say this, but you know what they say about a, a whistleblower, don't you? What's that? Well, a whistleblower is a dead whistleblower. You know, I mean, you sit there and uh, yeah. you become a whistleblower, you just put a target on your head, well, yeah, on your I, back. Or,
0: I, when a guy says he's a whistleblower... Uh, he's in trouble. You, yeah, you got to worry for him because they're putting themselves in jeopardy. I mean, can you imagine being a whistleblower for the... Uh, Biggest law in the for, against the biggest law enforcement organization, maybe in the world?
1: You know, that's like jumping into a pool of hungry alligators. Yeah, and saying you'll be able to swim out of this.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump real high and, and <laughs> dance off their snouts all the way out of the <laughs> yeah. place. Good, Good luck. luck with that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hey, that one's got its mouth. Ah! Uh, I don't know whether you uh, saw President Trump yesterday. He was speaking in Manchester, New Hampshire, and he, the crowd was amazing. You know, they talk about him like he's a has been. Then he goes to a crowd of, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. And the place is a sea of people, you mm-hmm. know. And they're they're in love with the guy. Uh, no wonder he's 30, 40 per- points ahead of guys like uh, uh, what's his face, um, DeSantis. What's his face? You know, <laughs> I was dis- oh, what's yeah. his face? Yeah. I was Florida. distracted for a second. I'm I'm easily distracted. I'm like a dog and a squirrel, you know. But um, anyway, Trump had this to say about um, crooked Hillary.
2: And Joe Biden, listen. You saw yesterday he had the cue card. He said, call this one. This is what she's going to ask. And here's the answer. They never did that with me in the White House. I can tell you. On Tuesday, Joe Biden officially announced that he will seek four more disastrous years. As you know, I've done very well against crooked Hillary Clinton. But. Today I'm going to do this and I think this could be maybe the most important part of what I'm going to say because uh, this is going to be a major announcement. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? I will be retiring the name Crooked from Hillary Clinton and her moniker and I'm going to give her a new name. I don't know, like maybe lovely Hillary or beautiful Hillary, but I'm going to retire the name Crooked so that we can use the name for Joe Biden because he'll be known from now on as Crooked Joe Biden. You would think that Hillary would be very happy today. She'll be, I think she'll be, she's out there someplace celebrating. Because there's never been anyone in the history of American politics so crooked or dishonest as Joe Biden. And the press absolutely refuses to report it, all that press back there. Because, frankly, they're just as crooked as he is, and they are. They're just as crooked. The choice of this election is now between strength and weakness, between success or failure, between safety or anarchy. That's... Uh- President Trump, and now is uh, Crooked Joe.
1: Crooked Joe Biden. All right,
0: (laughs) I think Hillary has to be happy. Crooked
1: Joe. Nah, you know what? She's going to come back and slap at him. Because she probably likes that negative monitor because or moniker because it it throws a lot of attention her way. You know, if anything, by saying lovely Hillary, uh, it might diffuse her a little bit. Trust
0: me, they'll still be screaming lock her up in the audience. So she'll still get You know her, her attention. (laughs) Yeah, she's not going to be. They may call her by her
1: middle name to lock her up or lock her middle name up. Um, I won't say what it is, but you probably know what I'm talking about. You, um,
0: you have to wonder though, uh, why, why people keep dismissing Trump now? Uh, He seems so strong. He's ahead in every poll by, in some cases, forty points. And yet, mm-hmm. they're trying to make it sound like he's old news, and you know this is intentional. Like I think they figure if they keep saying it, and if they can convince the uh, the masses that the uh, the Trump uh, campaign hasn't got what it had, you know, four or five years ago, um, they'll be able to sway the whole election. I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, he did say something interesting yesterday. He took questions at the end. Which I thought, yeah, that's kind of brave. He got up there. Well, he's even made a point. He said, you won't see Joe doing this. Um, But one of the questions was a question I would have asked. You know, uh, you're talking about 2024, but you really don't, you have to fix 2020 in order for 2024 to be a fair election. And he said, I'm so glad you asked that question. He said, uh, absolutely. And he said, we have people working on that right now. Lots of good people are working on just that. He said, well, what do you... Go ahead, Bill.
1: Well, I was going to say, what do you think that the Democrats are so afraid of? And that's why they're going after and attacking different things, Tucker and everything, because they could see that these are agents of change. Tucker is an agent of change. you know. And if uh, they, what they're saying is true, he was going to you know, refocus January 6th of what really happened. They don't want that to happen because then all of a sudden they're bold-faced liars, and uh, not only that, they're treasonous. And boy, wouldn't that be something.
0: Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see where uh, the campaign moves as it gets closer to Election Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Trump is only going to get stronger. You know, they talk about the media. They keep saying, well, you know, if he's found guilty of this or if they have him in court... It's going to sully his reputation, and people are going to have concerns. Well, not based upon what I saw yesterday.
1: Nah. No, nope. nah, the the polls are going his way now. The Democrats, they're I I would think they're worried about JFK Jr. because they did a poll on the, they said, oh well, you know, uh, JFK stacked against. Oh, Biden you mean RFK? His poll. RFK. RFK. Excuse yeah. me, RFK. Yeah. Well, JFK, but uh, RFK Jr. Which you know. He's got all the makings of everything that's uh, lovable about a Kennedy, except mm-hmm. he's got that, that spasmatic uh, voice right. uh, condition. And uh, anyway, the polls said 60% say, no, they'd go with Biden. I'm going like, really? I don't even know that a lot of people understand or have heard uh, RFK Jr. and uh, know he's got a spasmatic voice. So I, I, I don't believe the poll. The and other everybody. thing is this,
0: you know, I heard uh, I heard Glenn Beck yesterday say something which was interesting. Is people are enthusiastic about RFK Jr. because on certain things like you know the uh, vaccinations and things like that and the big pharma, uh, he's very attractive to everybody, including conservatives. But on mm-hmm. so many other issues that we don't talk about right now, uh, he is 180 degrees from a conservative. He's a big liberal. And there's been talk, you heard Roger Stone say, boy, wouldn't it be interesting if President Trump picked RFK Jr. to be his vice presidential uh, candidate? And I got to think that that would be a big mistake. I think what he needs now is somebody like a Kerry Lake, somebody Mm. who, because, you know, if anything happens, God forbid, to President Trump when he's in office, you've got to have somebody who's of like mind. That's why I never could understand why Ron DeSantis is messing around with a, a presidential run right now, because he should be the guy who is right up there supporting President Trump and being at his right-hand side, because he would be the perfect vice presidential choice, too.
1: He would be, but he's been encouraged by the left. No, you're, you're really the guy. You need to run. And yeah. we're letting the left media and the left you know, power brokers... Tell us what to do with our party. Quit listening to them.
0: Yeah, never. We do that all the time, though, Bill. We do that all the time. You'll never see the left taking advice from the right. Never no, see that. No, but we take
1: their advice. Oh, you
0: will see. You know, we, we're the party that have guys like uh, Mitt Romney and uh, and Lindsey Graham. You know, people mm-hmm. who they call themselves Republicans. They'll throw out the word conservative like it's a badge of honor, and then they'll act like the biggest Lucy liberals out there. You know, I mean, the guy who is blatant about it is Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham can go on television and look like the perfect conservative and say all the right things. Oh, my goodness, he's going to be magnificent, he's trustworthy, he's honest— And then he gets off the camera, and he does 180 degrees, and he backs all of this stuff that we would never want him to back. Uh, And, you know, he gets along with it. You know, there's another guy who owes his re-election to President Trump. If President Trump had a fault, it was that he trusted certain people too much. Now, people will say that's because he was new to Washington, and he was hoodwinked by Certain people, and he has even said that if he gets back in, it's going to be a different sheriff in town because he's not going to be easily influenced by uh, the rhinos. That and they mm-hmm. are, by the way, they're the ones who always surround the president. These are the ones right. who, you know, the Lindsey Graham who's always stopping by to see the president and and, and becoming buddy buddy. You know, I mean, they they really use. Uh, the president, they, 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 and and to a certain extent, they abuse their relationship. Uh, but anyway, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, if he gets in, uh, who will stick around and who will be asked the door. If I, if you know what I mean?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think some of the uh, the woke right will stay in power, like you say, Lindsey Graham. You know, he'll go out and say he he sounds like the perfect uh, Republican. And he gets away from uh, that microphone, and the liberal jumps out of the box.
0: Yeah, you know
1: exactly. And, and the thing is, uh, he's got
0: probably when he'll have a couple more years, probably uh, on his term in office, when the new president takes office, and you know he'll use those two years to massage who's the president uh, to help him get reelected again. You know, this you is the, know, this is the guy who he's the biggest supporter of wars in our country. Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, yeah, he was a colonel in the reserve, but I think he was a JAG officer, and uh, I don't think he ever saw combat. But he is a warmonger? Holy smokes. They have never seen a war that he hasn't supported. And he's he's a big supporter of the Ukrainian war. You know, this guy Asa Hutchinson, who just announced a couple of days ago, He's telling the world that he's conservative. There's a guy who's who's really behind the war in the Ukraine. Uh, And I don't get it, folks. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. This is not our race. And all of a sudden, we're up to our neck in it. Uh, These are the same people who took us out of Afghanistan uh, with a full run, you know, and uh, yet they're... They're pouring money and people and uh, our our good name into a war that we really shouldn't be
1: involved in. You know what scares me though is is you know we talk about the people right now that are pulling the strings and sowing their seeds of um, of deception in in Washington, the 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 extreme left, but they're older, and we have the woke right too. They're older. And sooner or later, the youth is going to take over. And we have a confused young population out there that they don't understand all the things that we're fighting, what democracy really is, what the real history is, because they've been told other things. You know, one of the things during the Reagan years is they had a movement, the young Republicans. Well, those young Republicans are now old Republicans, And but it was a movement that helped secure the base of the party and the future of the party. You need to do that again because you got youngsters. Let's you get rid of the Lindsays, you get rid of the Bidens, the the, they die off. Mm -hmm. All right, now you got the AOCs and and the the seeds that were left by people before them. That goes, oh, you know, socialism is a good thing. This is that you know everybody gets this free meal. And they don't understand really how it works. They live in a society of fake opportunity, fake yeah, wealth with this goes cryptocurrency, to cryptocurrency, NFTs and whatnot. You're
0: making a good point. This goes to uh, I think a lack of of good, solid, strong, honest education. I right. think I think our kids, the young adults today, haven't been taught about where we came from as a country. And to a certain extent they've been they've been shown the things that we've done wrong as opposed to the great things we've done
1: uh, to, to so save the world. You have you have two battalions. One battalion is to fight what's out there now. The other brigade or battalion is there to educate the youth to make sure that they're on the right footing for the future. If we don't do that, then the war against, you know, Uh, the deep state and everything that's going on is a moot point. You know, I look at my,
0: I look at my grandchildren who I are two very intelligent uh, kids, young people. Uh, One's 18, one's 20. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they are brilliant. in so much of what they've, they've learned. I mean, they've, uh, they've done some great things, but I would, I would wonder how much of a, a, an education they've received in American history. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's not my place to go ask them. <laughs> Hi, this is Grandpa. I'd like to grill you on your American history. Uh, but I do think that they were in school at a time when that whole, that whole part of our history was de-emphasized.
1: You know? Well, I would tend to say a lot of the people right now that we're talking to may not have a full grasp on history or even a partial grasp on it. And I'm not going to say I'm the expert on it either, you know, because I went to school at a time that they were starting to de-emphasize it. So what what I know is what I had to go find out. Yeah, that's what and, I did. I mean, I, I, I walked battlefields and
0: I have seen the places where the history took place and uh, I've learned by myself, and you're absolutely correct, The history that I've learned, I learned on my own Mm -hmm. because I had an interest. Uh, If you are not interested in history and you're just relying on, you know, your high school American history class, then forget it. You're not going to get a good education. I don't think, Bill, that they're teaching the American Revolution and the American Civil War. And if they are, it's a very cursory, like one small chapter and let's move on, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Which is sad. Uh, yeah. you, you know, they say if, what, if you don't know history, then you're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And there's some truth to that. That saying has a, a lot of strength. Um, interesting. I came across a, a piece of audio from Megan Kelly yesterday. Uh, yeah. Megan Kelly was talking about uh, Tucker Carlson and his relationship with Fox right now. And it was kind of interesting, Bill.
3: I'm in termination and um, have a lot of thoughts about it. I want to, I think, break some news for you. Tucker Carlson hasn't actually been fired. (laughs) He's still an employee of the Fox News Channel. What happened was Suzanne Scott called him. She's the CEO on Monday morning and said um, he was not going to be allowed to do any more shows and that he had been kicked out of his company email And now they're going to have to negotiate an exit. Um, Some reporting to me uh, suggests that she said it's going to be an amicable parting. Right? Isn't it? (laughs) Um, Completely catching Tucker off guard. But Tucker's not fired. That's my information. That he still needs to negotiate the exit. And that right now he's not free to launch a podcast or a digital show or negotiate with other employers at all because he's still under contract. They pulled his show off the air. They also fired his executive producer, Justin Wells. And though he tried to find out why, they wouldn't tell him. They refused to tell him why. I mean, to me, that's just so disheartening. He's been at the, at the co- company for years. He'd been in the prime time for seven years. And saw Fox News through one of the most difficult times in its history, the immediate era post-Roger Ailes, where they didn't know left from right. They didn't know up from down. They really didn't have strong management leading the company. And they had lost two of their biggest stars, Bill O'Reilly and me, <laughs> um, at least at that time. So Tucker takes over. It's a huge order you know, that he was given. And he did it. He smashed the ball out of the park. And he took a lot of risks. And he was heterodox he was he pushed against the orthodoxy on so many different things and typically Fox News liked that so why why now what was it that led them to treat their number one star with such disdain I mean dripping disdain to the point where he can no longer access his email he doesn't get to tell his own team he doesn't get to say goodbye I mean it's absolutely disrespectful to him and unlike Don Lemon he hadn't been immersed in controversy after controversy inside the building against his own colleagues. Yes, the leftist media had been coming after him repeatedly. And in the case of Dominion, to some extent, lawyers, though he wasn't their primary focus. So what was it? What would make your own company turn against you like that? The Fox News audience Hmm. is clearly mad, and I don't blame them. It'll be interesting to see what the ratings were for the 8 p.m. hour last night. Brian Kilmeade hosted it. Uh, It's a rotating cast for now. And we'll see what they decide to do. It's not Brian's fault. I mean, here's Brian, FYI, here here he is uh, in a moment where he is kind of acknowledging what happened. I'll just play you the 14 seconds. It's not 21. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Fox News Tonight. I am Brian Kilmeade. As you probably have
4: heard, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. But right now, it's time for Fox News Tonight, so let's get started. <sighs>
3: Uh, Kilme's a sweet guy and he's a company man. He's, he, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled to be asked to do that show on that particular day, but he did it. He's a, he's a loyal employee. And Fox News is banking on its audience not leaving it, on its audience being more in love with the Fox News brand than they were with Tucker. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see whether or not that's true. But I just think the way they handled it was disrespectful and gross. And I think Tucker Carlson deserved better. I certainly hope that he uses Brian Friedman, my old lawyer, uh, to get the remainder of his contract. The Wall Street Journal reporting that Tucker was making around $20 million a year and that they will pay him out on his deal. I don't know when it expired, but he was in the process reportedly of negotiating a renewal. So they should pay him out and they should let him out of his non-compete so he can go out there and get his voice on the air now when his audience will most be missing it. Joining me now to discuss both
0: media it's Megan Kelly and that was her opinion mm-hmm. about uh about F- Tucker people often wonder 20 million dollars salary my goodness well you have to understand how much revenue Tucker was responsible for bringing in I'm talking about a uh, billion dollars a year mm-hmm. of uh, corporate revenue from his show alone
1: yeah so you know really when you look at it that way he's underpaid. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. Okay, well, okay, a salesperson. Let's say it's only six percent commission. What's six percent commission on a billion dollars? Well, ten percent of a uh, billion dollars is what a hundred million. Yeah. So,
0: uh, I don't know. I, I think he's that he, getting
1: half. At least, uh, if he, anything, he's getting half of what he's less than half of what he deserves. Uh, Bill
0: O'Reilly has some thoughts on why Tucker was fired and what's going on behind the scenes. And I'm going to play that for you in a couple of seconds. But uh, I always find it interesting that uh, some of the key players in the organization, like, like Megan Kelly, even though she's been gone for a few years while she was there, she, like she said, she was one of their big stars and they're even surprised by what happened to Tucker. It doesn't make sense to them. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and so if you are a a fan of Tucker and you're confused, uh, you have reason to be. Because the people who should have more knowledge of what's going on, they're confused too. Um, And I hear them say about disrespect to Tucker. But I also think about the disrespect to Tucker's audience. They think so little of the audience that they just uh, pull their... Their favorite uh, talk show host uh, from the air, for no good reason, bingo, no no big explanation, just uh, let's replace Tucker. That's how much Fox thinks of you as the viewer, and, and that's the key. Tucker is going to be okay. He'll get his money, and he'll get he'll he'll retain his uh, his voice because. We found out yesterday, I played that cut of Tucker, the two-minute cut that he recorded and posted to Twitter. Do you know he got mm-hmm. over 40 million views on that so far and counting? Probably more than that now, probably closer to 50 million. More people watched the two minutes of Tucker that he put on Twitter than watched him every night on Fox by uh, by tenfold. I mean, he got maybe four and a half million on a good night on uh, his TV show, and yet he got... He got over forty million from his uh, uh, Twitter post. Amazing stuff. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see where Tucker goes and how it uh, it plays out. But I do want to play Bill O'Reilly. All right. And his uh, his thoughts on Tucker. Listen. Joining me now, Bill
4: O'Reilly, the biggest star in the history of Fox News, had the number one show there. Carlson uh, was riding that wake until today what do you make of the announcement brother bill
5: well I uh, you didn't refer to me as a dog did you um with the hunter thompson quote i actually did some uh reporting today it was refreshing because usually i'm analyzing but i had a report find out what happened to uh tell the news nation audience not to believe 90 percent of what they're hearing as you pointed out so today um as every day in the tv news business the producers of the tucker carson program and all other news shows were having their morning meeting laying out what was going to be on this evening all right in the middle of that meeting they got word that their host was not coming to work ever again all right so all of this bs about Well, the decision was made last week, or it was made during the Dominion. That's all not true. The decision was made Sunday evening, okay? And there were two reasons why, but I'll get to that in a moment. So Fox News did not want to remove Tucker Carlson, because as you pointed out, he was the second highest rated program on the network, next to the five and he was the most well-known individual host. So they didn't want to move him out. But there are lawsuits coming on the wake of Dominion. They lost 800 million-plus on Dominion, and now you have Smartmatic coming up, and you have two individual lawsuits, actually one filed and one that may be filed, and that was the key. So one of uh, Tucker Carlson's producers apparently taped a whole bunch of stuff. Her lawyer went into the Fox attorneys and said, unless you pay so-and-so some money, um, we're going to sue you. And Fox said, we're not paying. So they filed suit in New York City. And they had the tapes, and those tapes may be released to the public. All right? And they're not good tapes for the Carlson program. The second thing was last night on 60 Minutes. Ray Epps, you may remember that name, said to the audience, Tucker Carlson ruined my life and my family's life by accusing me of having some kind of provocative role in the January 6th riots at the Capitol. That was setting Epps up for a massive lawsuit against Fox News and uh, Tucker Carlson. So that's three lawsuits we know about, and there'll be more by shareholders who are angry about the $800 million settlement, and they're gonna go after the Murdochs and the board of directors. Faced with that, the board of directors said, we gotta start cleaning this up. So Dan Bongino was the first domino to fall, even though he wasn't involved with the Dominion thing. They couldn't get to a contract settlement with him. He's gone. And then Carlson, because of the impending litigation, was harpooned this morning. Carlson didn't know. I mean, it wasn't like it was a discussion. Same thing with Lemon at CNN. He didn't know. It just happened. And that's uh, the nature of television news, the most wicked industry in the United States of America. Uh, I believe that the timing of the CNN move and the Fox move are
4: purely coincidental. I don't, I don't think they had anything to yes. do with one another. Uh, but what do you think this means for Fox? Do you think they're moving away from the acidic uh, and more towards the uh, kind of analytical by getting rid of a Bongino, who's a fire thrower, and a Carlson, who's a flamethrower?
5: I don't know. I doubt it. It's all about money at Fox News as it is for every other corporate media organization. It was just a purge at ABC News. You and I both worked there. They whacked about five of their executives. There will be a purge at CBS News soon, I'm told. That's Bill Um,
0: O'Reilly with Eric Bowling, And I think Bill O'Reilly knows a lot of stuff, but you have to understand he's been out since 2017. So a lot of his uh, his Yes, his opinion is just that opinion. Uh, right. It's not really based on fact. I do think that they're moving away from the fire throwers and the flamethrowers. Uh, you know, he said no, he didn't think think so. He said he thought it was all money. But uh, I mean, you got rid of Tucker and Bon Gino, and and they they put Brian Kilmeade, who is uh, like Megan Kelly said, nice guy, but a company guy. He's going to toe the line exactly how they want the line to be towed. And it's going to be uh, a really toast, lukewarm Fox. And, you know, I, you just got to remind yourself, folks, when you start to get comfortable with them again, that this is the network that has literally stabbed its own audience in the back twice. It did it in 2020 with the early announcement of the Arizona uh, votes, the, the projection, uh, uh, based upon... Incomplete information. They were enthusiastically trying to sway uh, the voting towards uh, uh, Biden and away from Trump. And uh, you may say, how's that? Well, I mean, I think the voting was still going on in Arizona yeah. when they made their their prediction. So, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, Carrie Lake, speaking of Arizona... She had right. some thoughts on uh, Tucker's firing. Listen. So
4: what do you say to the people who are watching right now who said, you know, I've had it with Fox. They, they've they called Arizona first before Biden, which they shouldn't have, and now they fire Tucker Carlson.
6: Well, I mean, they're running a business. They have the right to run it the way they will, and it's very obvious right now that um, Fox News has become the establishment GOP, which is really the uniparty Republicans. They're the ones who are really in bed with the, the left. It's the the Democrats and the Republicans in the Uniparty who are pushing a globalist agenda, and they can't afford to have hosts who are pushing Americanism, who, who are America first and love this country. They can't afford to have a Tucker Carlson speaking out over the next year and a half because it will ruin their uh, push toward globalism. That's why they got rid of Bongino. What I say to every host that is left on Fox News, which is the establishment news channel, do not let them use your voice, your reputation, your heart and your soul to push a propaganda about uh, uh, establishment politics that are going to destroy our country, step away. Don't let those golden handcuffs handcuff you to a uh, agenda and narrative and propaganda that you don't support. This is your time to stand up. We have a year and a half to save our country. I worry, I don't know what Tucker's deal is, but I worry that he might still be under contract and they're literally going to be paying him 10, 20, 30 million a year to just sit there and be quiet. We can't afford to have Tucker Carlson's voice silenced for a year and a half. I don't know if Tucker's listening to this, but if he happens to hear it, I beg you, Tucker Carlson, to speak out. Break the terms of that contract. We need your voice over the next year and a half to save our country. And if you sued by your former employer, we will help create a defense fund to help you fight that lawsuit. We need your voice. We need every American's voice who cares about this country in the next year and a half to save our Constitution and to save our country.
0: Interesting thing about Carrie Lake is, I don't know that you're aware of this, but she worked for, I think, the Fox uh, owned station in Phoenix. yeah and she She's was media and she she took uh, she turned her back on a seven figure deal to stay right. with Fox. They even I think talked to her about going with the network as yeah. uh, uh, someone who'd be working at Fox in, in New York. and I think she turned her back on that. but people don't know that for the most part. They just know her as the candidate. She probably is is as visually appealing an anchor, as you could probably ask for uh, uh, in the television business. You know, everything is visual in TV. And if you see some of the pictures of her when she had long hair, and she had, now she has short hair, I mean, she really was your stereotypical uh, news anchor. She looked great mm-hmm. on camera. And she carried herself very well. She's intelligent. Uh, but she had some interesting things to say, kind of mirrored what we were talking about, about uh, Tucker and uh, where he, where he's going it, it was interesting they said uh, he may still be an employee of Fox and they may still have him tied up so he can't do a podcast right now and he can't but what he can do is what he did. He did a video he can you know, he can do a video
1: yeah you know and he could sit down with a microphone and uh, record his thoughts and everything and just have the transcript and post an editorial because he's a broadcaster, you know, where he talks, his, his face and his voice are his tools. But what's in his mind, he's free to write whatever he wants and anybody's free to post it.
0: Yeah, and he's not billing whatever he's doing as a podcast. Like he's not saying join us again tomorrow right here because it's not a podcast. It's just a, a stream of thought kind of, uh, you know, uh, casual thing. You know, nothing mm-hmm. formal. Um, they mentioned Ray Epps. In the uh, in the discussion and, and his, his uh, input, you know his place in this whole Tucker fiasco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing how they've turned this guy into a a, a a folk hero of sorts. You know, Ray Epps. Oh, he's being put upon. If you saw sixty minutes the other night. You might have heard something like this.
2: We are going to the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? A former member of the Oath Keepers who served in the Marine Corps and was an ardent Trump supporter, or at least he was, until conservative media post-January 6th began insinuating that he was a government plant for the deep state.
5: What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? No matter how many times they pushed this conspiracy theory, this
0: lie. It'll never become truth. Unbelievable. I mean in sixty minutes enthusiastically uh pushes this narrative like he's being picked on. But I remind you that this is what he said in the crowd.
5: Americans are terrorists! Yes, you are! Yes, you are! Guys,
1: yes, you are! I'm not saying you know, they already I mean, know they're doing nothing
0: right. I'm probably going to go to jail tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! No!
1: Peacefully! Then! 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 Then!
0: Okay, so that's basically what happened with Ray Epps. But, you know, he was not just a person in the crowd. He was an instigator, okay, in the crowd. Yeah, and he he did say in a email to one of his family members that he was responsible for doing all this, but yet mm-hmm. the FBI hasn't gone after him. You know, other people who were just walking around are spending two years in jail, and Ray Epps is out doing interviews on sixty Minutes. Now they're talking about. I guess he's going to sue uh, Tucker and Fox for besmirching his reputation you know there's more Mm -hmm. to this story with ray epps the problem again is the fbi and the justice department they're not doing their job they're not being honest with the american people
1: but it'll all go away after the 2024 election depending the results i guarantee yeah well well maybe not i mean if joe gets back in you know because he's such a popular guy Uh, They might just sit there and, you know, keep those lawsuits going just as a form of punishment to say, don't ever try this again. Well, it'll
0: be interesting if we get an honest attorney general into uh, uh, the Justice Department, if we get an honest director of the FBI, if we get the key people who are responsible for doing the job in these uh, organizations, uh, will it? Will it make a difference? Will we start to see justice again, or are we just doomed? Is the You're system dreaming, Jim? We're, is the
1: system doomed. just too broke? It's it's not just too broke. It's it's flat out broke, and I don't know that uh, you can fix it because they've got all the wrong people in the right places. Well,
0: I I uh, I'm hoping. Maybe I'm being naive, but I'm hoping that uh, in the in the not-too-distant future, we have a new change in government down there, and uh, the systems are are replaced and repaired, and things get back on on the right course. But I don't see that happening, okay? No. You know, you know Carrie Lake, when she was talking with Eric Bowling, she was also talking about uh, Joe Biden's uh, announcement that he's running again. Listen.
6: Boy, well, I saw a man in that, in that video crying, and that's how all Americans feel. We just want to cry with what Joe Biden has done to our country. The finishing the job part, he's finishing the job of the CCP, which is the absolute destruction of America. That's what he's about. That's who's paid him to do this. And we want him out of office. Frankly, I'm glad because he's going to be easy to uh, bring down. Unfortunately, he's going to have a year and a half left until this next election. And we are going to work our hardest to stop him. And that's why I'm 100% in the corner of President Trump. And I'm doing everything I can to make sure that he is the nominee because he's the only guy that can get America back on strong footing on a world stage where we are quickly marching into World War III under Biden, and he can get us on strong footing domestically where we start to invest in America, in America's infrastructure, in America's border, to stop the drugs, to stop the cartels. Um, you know, I guess it, it might be a gift to have him on the on the ballot because he is such a bozo, and he is so weak that I believe it will be easy to bring him down in this next election. Americans are up to here with his antics.
4: You know, a couple of things, Karen, that strong me today, he released this this video, three minute video by the way. He didn't make this announcement in front of anyone. No one was able to ask him questions. He does a three minute video released at 6:30 in the morning, something like that. And it strikes me they don't want this man out in the public because they're afraid he might say something stupid.
6: Oh, well, I mean, whatever time of day, whenever he does open his mouth, it's painful to watch. He doesn't project strength for America. Under President Trump, we had strength. Under Joe Biden, it is constantly, you're grabbing your head going, what is going on with this guy? And you know, 6.30 in the morning, that's when he releases it. What kind of people does he have behind him? We're gonna get another episode of Basement Biden. This time he'll be in the uh, basement at the White House. And um, I don't think he's got a shot to win. I'll be honest. That's why they won't do a debate, because RFK Jr. is running, and they know that he would mop the floor with Joe Biden. It would be so stark to watch RFK Jr. versus Joe Biden in a debate. It would be a disaster for Biden, and it would be the end of him. So that's why they're not going to let him debate. They're not going to let him campaign. They're not going to let people ask questions of him. And it's going to be very obvious who the leader is and who the loser is. And Joe Biden is uh, one of the biggest losers we've ever seen in politics. You know, it's really
4: insulting to the American people. It should be insulting to the Democrats' intelligence to say that, as you point out, the DNC already said no primary debates mean any primary challenge Biden may have. You'll never see it on a debate stage, likely because he would get the floor mopped with him, no matter who it is. But no primary debates, even though 70 percent, the most recent polling, 70 percent of the country thinks he should not run again.
6: What are they thinking? They can't I mean how do you debate their policies Eric? I mean they're they're for they're for going into a third world war. They're for sending $170 billion over to Ukraine to protect their borders, but they're for sending $0 down to our southern border to protect American citizens. They are a partner. Joe Biden and the and his policies show that they're a partner with the cartels. They are for defunding the police. They're the reason we have crime skyrocketing in our neighborhoods. We can't walk across the grocery store parking lot without looking over our shoulder. They're the reason our kids are being brought. Brainwashed and psychologically abused into thinking they can be a different gender therefore for the genital mutilation of this gender affirming care which is actually torturous and um, it, and should be criminal therefore brainwashing our kids against America and pushing socialism and communism in schools how do you how do you debate that and stand up for it that's why they can't debate it their policies are not only dead end but they are destructive policies to the very core core and foundation of this country. And that's why they have to sit there quietly and not talk about what their policies are, because their policies will be the end of our country. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, let's finish the job, and that's apparently what they're trying to do, finish, finish the job, the, the country, as we know, the great American experiment. That They know, back to Obama, that they wanted to fundamentally change America, and what do you want to do? You want to fundamentally change the most powerful, strong military, economic country in the history of the world, but they want to change it.
6: I didn't even touch on his economic plans that have caused, you know, hyperinflation. You can't even go to the gas station and afford gas. And if you can't afford the gas, you might get shot and killed right there in the parking lot or stabbed by somebody who's deranged on drugs. We don't have safe streets. We don't have affordable gas and groceries. And and it's, a, it's complete nonsense. And even the Democrats are waking up to it. And that's why they won't do a Democrat debate because... The Democrats who are more of the line of the JFK Democrat, the old-school Democrat, the ones who cared about the middle class and the working class, they're waking up to the lies of this globalist, communist agenda, which is what Joe Biden is pushing.
0: She'll be a great choice for vice president, I think. Uh, Carrie Lake, that's her with uh, Eric Bowling. A couple of quick stories yeah. before we wrap things up, Bill. Um, mm-hmm. th- this is interesting. Um, China and Russia are moving to build a luna Base before NASA's project Artemis. Uh, you know, thanks to Joe Biden and his policies, uh, China and Russia have actually joined hands on working to build a space base on the surface of the moon. And I guess for what I'm from what I'm seeing here, um, it may happen sooner than us. They've actually they accelerated the thing.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I was thinking about it this morning, too, because there was another story about apparently this one object on uh, the moon that the, the Chinese can't explain. And apparently they had a rocket going there, and mm-hmm. the, fuel, the fuel was low. And so when it, it descended, it went down too fast, and boom, they got wreckage there. But, you know, it looked like uh, Sino Evo hear no evil, speak no evil at the, uh, yeah. the press conference. But, it, you know, it, it occurred to me, you know, China does one thing and one thing only. You know, if they, if they find a, a, a piece of a sandbar out in the ocean, they put a flag on it, and that now becomes their sovereign ground. Yeah. They go and float some flotillas out in the ocean, and they say, oh, it's sovereign ground. What is to stop them from building a moon base? And who the hell knows what's going to be on that moon base and what it could do up there. Uh, and declaring the moon their sovereign soil. Oh, I think think that's definitely a possibility. But then
0: you have to remind yourself who put a flag on the moon first.
1: We we, did. We haven't, but okay, we put a flag there. Of course, there's debate whether we did or didn't, but there's a flag if you look through a telescope. But the point is we have done nothing to maintain it, secure it, and I'm sure there is a statute of limitations of... How long your flag says that it's yours. We've done nothing with it. We didn't colonize it. We didn't do anything. uh, I think that uh, if Biden stays in office,
0: we will lose that race, and Russia and China will have a base on the surface of the moon uh, long before ours gets off the ground. Um, Another thing that we should uh, be concerned with, the World Health Organization warned of the potential of a high-risk uh, event after Sudanese militants seized control of dangerous bio labs in Khartoum, as fighting in that city continues. Hmm. Uh, bio labs, you know, we have them all over the place, don't we?
1: There's bio labs everywhere. There's talk of another pandemic. There even now, you're getting things. A lot of people are getting little notices on their phones or their email, sitting there saying, "Oh, by the way, have you gotten this shot? It uh, can save you in the future." From what? What do you know that we don't know? Yeah, you, and you're you, not
0: telling us. Three weeks ago, you said that the whole thing was over. The pandemic is done. Move along. I have nothing to see here. Now you're sending yeah. messages to get your shot?
1: Well, that's because there's an election coming up.
0: Yeah. You know, you got to wonder whether we're going to have another pandemic just before the next election.
1: Well, Something you to lock got- us down you've got china that has gotten other countries on board including russia and some other countries on board india i think is one to not recognize the american dollar but recognize the the chinese yuan as as the global currency so and then there you know you hear all the economists now saying get ready folks the dollar is about to crash this is not me saying that or you this this but, is but then you hear
0: other economists saying and I, I heard this just yesterday yeah. that don't believe it don't believe it because these same countries have got billions and billions of. US dollars in their treasuries and if they if they minimize it or hurt that dollar they're hurting themselves you know yeah. their, their strength is diminished so I I don't know you don't know where uh, this thing is going but it's not going to a happy place. And you don't feel confident about the people in our government who are charged with uh, managing uh, our financial situation. So anyway, hey, my friend, I think we've done it, another show in the can. Uh, a reminder, we have usually a, a weekend update. That'll be here uh, sometime Saturday morning. Uh, if you want to reach us, our number is eight three three five three eight. Seven eight six eight eight
1: three three five three eight seven eight six eight. And there's mail at it's You're going, Bill. Why aren't you talking about CRN America? You Bill, why know aren't you websites. talking about
0: CRN America?
1: Well, <laughs> we we're looking for a new streaming source because we got hacked in the old one, and they didn't know what to do. So I said, "Fine, we'll just rebuild uh, the the entire engine to the thing."
0: So it's so going to come back, but uh, it's not there right now
1: essentially yeah yeah. and actually we hope that it's a better platform yeah you know to uh air audio on and and whatnot so
0: we'll we'll see bear with us friends these are all technical issues that happen when you're starting things up have a great weekend if you don't join us for our update we'll see on monday uh anything to add before we pull a plug on
1: this one uh, uh, you know what, I'm standing in water, I'll let you pull the plug. No, no, you pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Bill. No, no, it's your privilege, man. No, no, you pull the plug. <laughs> no, we'll just leave it plugged in and turn the switch off. Bye, Bill. See you.
0: The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?